Father, we cannot even begin to probe the infinite depths of your love, but help us to, mo- to know more and more the height and the depth and the breadth and the depth of your love for us in Jesus Christ, and that nothing can separate us from that love. Not even hardships and difficult things and the hurts and wounds of life, God, can separate us from the fact that you have loved us perfectly and completely in the person of Jesus Christ. And so I pray, Lord, that your love would be the thing that defines us and refines us and makes us yours completely. We are so thankful for your love. And all God's people said, amen. You may be seated. I love the front row. I highly recommend it. I don't, I don't sit in the front row because I have to. I, I don't sit in the front row because it's the shortest distance to the stage. I sit in the front row because I can sing out loud and I'm not self-conscious about anybody hearing me. And so I, and I, I got some people like to sit down there with me and we like to just sing out loud. You know, it's a, it's an act of faith though, because I have this thing. (laughs) But I, I, it's, it's not just that I love it. It's not just that I love it. I need it. I need it. I need to sing out with my whole heart, soul, and mind. And as I sing praises to God, remembering who he is and thanking him for what he has done, that resets my mind. It renews my heart. It refreshes my attitudes and my feelings. And it is good. But that's not my idea. The psalmist said, it is good to praise the Lord and make music to your name, O Most High. We are called as God's people to praise and worship him. The songwriter also says, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, praise his name, proclaim his salvation day after day. We are to sing praises to God at all times, even when life hurts, maybe especially when life hurts. Why? Well, because God is worthy of praise all the time, but also because praise and thanksgiving are powerful resilience builders. Why are we taking vitamins to Cuba? Why why do I take vitamins? My mom was a huge fan of vitamin C. And so I'm in the habit, I'm in the habit of taking a couple vitamin C gummies Every day, she would have disapproved of the sugar in them, but. (laughs) But why do we take vitamin C gummies? It says here, helps support the immune system, right? It builds what? Resilience. Resilience physically. Why do we praise? Why do we thank God? Because praise and thanksgiving are powerful resilience builders for our hearts, our souls, our minds. We need it. Last week, Bruce talked about the fact that trials and troubles and difficulties can either define us or they can refine us. And I bet that the people who are refined by trials and not defined by them are those people who have a habit in their lives 
of praise and thanksgiving. A habit that continues even into and through difficult times and hard times. One of, I was talking with one of a wonderful women who teach our children, and she was talking about how they're, they're talking about prayer in our kids' classes, and she was using the ACTS acronym, Adoration, Confession, Thanksgiving, then Supplication, right? We start with adoration, with praise. We include Thanksgiving. And if that's our habit of interaction with God on a daily basis, that means we are building resilience into our lives for difficult times. We can choose to praise and thank our good God even as we live in and feel the pain of a broken world. Remember, good God, broken world. And one way we remember that truth is to praise him for his goodness even when we feel the brokenness around us. God can use praise and thanksgiving to heal wounds and bring hope even in the hardest of circumstances. I'm gonna invite my sister, Cami Robbins. Let's welcome her. You better welcome her. This is my brother-in-law, Larry, and my sister, Cami Robbins, and they work with, yeah. They work with Wycliffe Bible Translators, SIL, Summer Institute of Linguistics, uh, and they actually, they're kind of based in uh, Dallas, and you kind of join in on our service. Most Sundays, they are a part of us. They're watching us and being with us online, and that's great. Uh, but they have worked in Bible translation and leading uh, translation teams, but in the last years have worked in trauma healing. Tell us a bit about praise and that ministry. Well, it's really great to be with you. And wow, wasn't that amazing worship today? Healing happens in community. The building of resilience happens in community. And so we've talked about finding safe people that you can share your pain and your hurt with. But, and that really helps to heal the hurt parts in the left side of your brain. But joy, your joy centers in the right side of your brain. And singing makes that come alive and light up. And singing together as a body is so important. So in trauma healing, in Central African Republic, we sing a lot. And you can see it, you can see the healing happening right in front of your eyes. So we have, we have them write uh, songs out of Bible verses, healing Bible verses like Psalm 147.3 that says, he heals the brokenhearted and bandages their wounds. And so that's a healing Bible verse, and they write a song with it, and then the, in, in, in their heart language, and then that group of people who knows that heart language, language will come in front of us the rest of us, and sing the song that they just wrote. And so they'll start out, you know, kind of singing it like this. They'll say, this is Psalm 147.3, and they'll be like this. But as they sing, they really get into it. And pretty soon the whole room is standing up, and we're all, we don't even know that language. It's not our heart language. But we're singing with them, and we're dancing with them because joy happens, and it comes through singing 
truths about God in community. I mean, I just loved that last song we sang. He bore our, he took our sin and our sorrow, not just our sin, our sorrow too, and made them his very own. How marvelous. I mean, as I was singing that, I could just feel the joy building inside my heart. That is resilience. You can take that. Thank you, Cami, and you have a chance to talk to her. They'll be here uh, for another week or so. Uh, So praise and thanksgiving are powerful weapons in the fight, the struggle for hope. And it it is a fight and a struggle sometimes in this world Uh, because we live in a hope-crushing world and we have to fight for hope. And one way we do that is with praise and thanksgiving. I invite you to turn in your Bibles to Psalm 42. You'll find that on page 452 of the Bible there in front of you. Psalm 42. And in this psalm, we see the psalmist fighting for hope. Something is draining the hope out of his soul, out of his heart, and dragging him into despair. He doesn't sense God's presence. He doesn't see God at work. All he experiences is hardship and the mocking of arrogant people who say, where is your God? He's struggling, fighting to hold on to, the, on to hope. Let's see how he does it. Psalm 42. As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night, while people say to me all day long, where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the mighty one with shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. My soul is downcast within me, therefore I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, the heights of Hermon from Mount Mitzar. Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. By day, the Lord directs his love. At night, his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, where is your God? Why, my soul? Are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. What an incredibly powerful psalm. A key phrase in the psalm, and we know it's key because it's repeated, is this. Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. And my question is, what does that little word yet mean? Yet can mean a lot of things. Yet will I praise him. I will yet praise him. Yet can uh, refer to something that's going to happen in the future, like the preacher hasn't stopped preaching yet, but we have hope that he will. (laughs) And if that's that's what it means, then the psalmist is saying, um, uh, I, I have hope that I will praise God in the future. I will yet praise him in the future. I remember how I did in the past, and my hope is in the fact that I will in the future. And that's truth, because the the, the future hope of praising God gives us strength now, but I think it's something else. 
yet can also be a contrast, meaning still, or nonetheless, or despite that. So if that's what yet means in this phrase, then it means something like this. Despite my circumstances, in spite of how I feel, I still choose to praise you. I still choose to praise you. I think this is what the psalmist is saying, is that in the middle of my difficulties, I choose to praise. Now, this isn't kind of flippant praise that ignores or lives in denial of the circumstances of the hardships. It just recognizes that the best thing that you can do when you feel the brokenness of the world is to praise and thank God for who he is and what he has done. I mean, the psalmist says he pours out his heart to God. And then he says this, powerful words, deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls, all your waves and breakers have swept over me. Deep calls to deep. What is he talking about there? One commentator said this, the songwriter is expressing the fact that his soul was in deep need of God. The psalmist calls out from his place of profound need for the unfathomable greatness of God. A deep need calls for a deep remedy, and the deep remedy is God himself. And you see the images of powerful waterfalls and powerful ocean waves. I remember one time... um, I spent the summer in um, Southern California uh, and I washed windows that summer and we got done early so I'd often go to the beach and and one day I decided to go to Huntington Beach where all the surfer dudes were and um, I didn't have a surfboard but I I swam out to where the surfers were and I was going to body surf, right? And I caught a big wave. And it tossed me around. I didn't know what was up, what was down, what was sideways. I couldn't get out of it. I couldn't swim out of the wave. It was way too powerful for me. And I remember in that moment when I thought I was going to drown, saying, God, help me, God, help me, God. Well, you know how the story ended, because here I am in front of you. <laughs> okay. but, but, but that's the sense of in, 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 in the depth of our need. We, we call out to the one who is infinitely deep in his mercy and in his might. No matter how deep our needs, God is deeper yet. And that's what the psalmist means by yet. Yet will I praise you. I'll choose to go to you. It builds resilience. It helps us through. Why? Praise moves my focus from myself and my circumstances to God. We're going we're to do that really intentionally tonight with threefold communion, praising and thanking God for what he has done in the past and the present and the future. Praise lifts us spiritually above our circumstances. I'm going to tell you something a little personal about me. I, every once in a while, I, I love it when for some reason I need to drive out of town. North to South Bend, west to Chicago, east to Fort Wayne, or south to Indianapolis. I love Winona Lake. I've grown up here. I love it. I love Winona Lake. But you know what? There are conflicts and there are challenges and there are difficulties that are associated with here. And when I drive out of town, (sighs) it reminds me that there's more out there in the big world than my little set of problems and issues and conflicts. And when we choose to praise God, we're doing the same thing. (sighs) Rising above 
the circumstances, remember the greatness of our God, which is infinitely greater. Think, think about Paul and Silas uh, sitting in jail in Philippi. They had been beaten and bruised and bloodied. What were they doing? Singing. They were singing praises to God, lifting them spiritually above their circumstances. And finally, praise reorients our souls to God and reconnects our hearts to him. Praise is a confession of our desperate dependence on God. His power works through our praise and gives us an epiphany of hope. That is resilience. God's given us uh, an entire book of praises and thanksgiving in the Psalms, but Jesus himself taught us how to pray to the Father. So we're gonna do that together right now. The words will be on the screen. So let's pray together the Lord's Prayer. And then we're gonna finish our service with not just, see, I'm not talking a long time. I think the preacher is almost done. <laughs> but instead, we're gonna, we're, gonna pray, we're gonna praise and worship some more, lift our hearts to him. So say out loud together with me, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Amen. <laughs> Evil 
Nothing truer than that. The psalmist writes in Psalm 34, I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. I will glory in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Let us fight for hope together. Let us praise him for who he is and thank him for what he's done together. That will be strong resilience in the challenges of life. We're going to close today with a song we've been learning through this series, and it's a strong declaration of the choice to praise. Yes, I will choose to praise. And you know what? I'm going to stand right up here in the front row. I told you at the beginning, it's great. Whoever wants to join me down here, seriously, I'm totally serious. Come on down to the front row, and we're going to sing out loud with our whole hearts, but you can sing from where you're at. But come on, some people join me down here. You can do it. And uh, we're going to close by a strong affirmation and declaration that we will choose in all circumstances of life together to praise the Lord. Let's sing.
And it's not because of us, it's because of him. It's in his strength and in his power. The enemy's not happy. We'll be challenged on this this week. But let's choose to praise. Let's say hallelujah together. All right, new 2WL in the fireside room, and you can register right now still to come to communion tonight for another time of thanksgiving and praise together. You are sent.